Welcome to Finding the More Ministries. In our Moving Forward series, we will share how Jesus has helped us move forward through challenging circumstances. Have you ever asked, how do I make progress and move forward in the midst of grief, the loss of a job, having an empty nest, or just not feeling close to the Lord? Moving Forward will encourage you to press on by using the Word of God as your source of strength. Listen in as our team explores these topics and much more each month as we move forward together. Hi, welcome back to our Moving Forward series. This is our fourth segment, and we are here with some of the team at Finding the More, and we are excited to share with you uh, the topic tonight on unanswered prayers. So I know I have, all of us have dealt with unanswered prayers. I'm sure many of you listening have dealt with that also. Mm -hmm. At some point, I think in our lives we all do. And really kind of two different viewpoints. Um, I know when Mitzi and I were talking about unanswered prayers, you know, there's the unanswered prayer that eventually you're thankful that it wasn't answered. Yes. Like you pray and you pray and then all of a sudden God takes you somewhere else and you're like, okay, I'm glad you didn't listen to me because you knew what was going on. But then there are those unanswered prayers that you keep praying and they're still unanswered and you don't, you don't know what God's purpose and you know what his plan is on all of that. And I think, you know, tonight we're going to just kind of talk about those and how each of us may have been kind of impacted by that. So, you know, I think a, a verse that stood out to me when I thought about unanswered prayers was Acts 4.28. You know, and it's really about being boastful and saying, Lord, do whatever your hand and your purpose has determined in advance. And sometimes that's hard because doing whatever can totally flip our lives upside down. You know, so, so to lay it all out there and say, Okay, Lord, whatever it takes in this situation for your purpose and your plan, that's a hard prayer to pray sometimes. It's hard to put aside the flesh and the selfishness to say your purpose over over mine. So, Mitzi, we'll kind of start with you. What what is unanswered prayers? You know, what comes to mind with you? Um, when we first started talking about unanswered prayers, I think. Um, there's one that always comes to my mind, but I was lost even then. And it's kind of funny because even when I was lost, I didn't acknowledge that I was lost because I was someone who felt the hypocrisy of things related around that. And so mm -hmm. I'd also been brought up by people who in no way, shape, or form lived for the Lord, you know, as far as people around me. Um, and the philosophy was, well, if you believe in God, then you're fine. You know, that, that's how it kind of works. And I thought, well, I believe in God. I believe there was a Jesus, you know, so I'm good. I don't have to worry about it. And um, I first started thinking about there was this um, past relationship. And it got all the way to the week before we were supposed to be married, and everything fell apart. But the more, you know, I thought maybe, okay, Lord, I get that, because I think people can relate with that. But the more that um, I kind of prayed over it, I have to say my hardest um, unanswered prayer was for my grandfather because he is um, 
one of the few that was dear to me that I have no idea if he's in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I know many people in my family um, would say, well, you know, he was a deacon in the church many years before I ever knew the man <laughs> where I was born. Uh, apparently he did many things in the church, um, but he never lived a life the entire time that I knew him that demonstrated any fruit in his life. Mm-hmm. Um, he was rather a hateful, grumpy old man, and he was mean for the most part. I know that sounds probably horrible, but for me, he was my people. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, um, he behaved himself when I was around. So I can remember when I got a little older and realized these things, I would go stay with my grandmother because I knew he would be nice while I was there. He wouldn't be mean to her for some reason. I don't know if it's because he was scared of my mother if he showed his honey in or what, but he, you know, he would be nice. And then, you know, when I was small, I remember he used to make me scared of my grandmother. He would say, you know, she was, she was just all these crazy things. And uh, my grandfather didn't have hair, and so he had told us, you know, she was so mean she ripped all these hair. <laughs> and he had me out the yard looking for it. You know, just all, you know, so when I say that he, he displayed himself to be a mean man you know he wasn't to me but i do know that he wasn't a good man to other people and when it came time for him um, he got so sick i remember i had not been saved probably two years Mm -hmm. and i remember sitting beside his bedside and uh, he um, was intubated and then we got to take him home with the trachs and we still didn't speak and he would just kind of wake up and grumble a little bit but he never spoke again and I would hold his hand and I would sing to him look what I traded for a mansion mm-hmm. bless his heart he probably was upset because I can't sing <laughs> but I would sing to him and I would just I would get real close beside him and I'd hold his hand and I would just sing look what I traded for a mansion have you traded it for a mansion I don't know the time when you were in church but I've been told all these things so I know you've heard the word of God I know you know the truth and I know you know you've never lived a life for God so I need to know you know when I remember asking him to squeeze my hand or blinkies I like just any little I would have took any sign at this moment I mean, if he would have belched, I probably would have been like, Woo, hallelujah, that's it. He took the hottest and Savior. And, um, and I can remember going home and crying. And uh, my pillow just being wet, begging God to give him one more chance. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, that I knew he didn't live life that was pleasing. And I knew he wasn't a nice man to most people. But to give him one more chance. Mm-hmm. before it was over. And I can say that my grandfather's gone and I don't know the answer to that prayer. But what I can say is that God gave me a tremendous peace right before he died that he gave him an opportunity for it. Mm-hmm. So I guess in some ways 
it kind of was answered and it kind of wasn't because now I have, you know, until the day that I get to go be with Jesus, I'll never know. Mm -hmm. But I have peace in my heart that God gave him the opportunity. What he chose to do with it is like everybody else. It's their choice. It's their choice. It's he had to decide at that moment what he wanted. But I, and people say, well, how do you know that? Well, I don't know it in my fleshly self, and I didn't mm -hmm. hear it. But I can tell you the peace was so overwhelming that I trusted. And it just kind of reminded me of Lamentations. And, you know, if you don't know, that book's kind of like the heart cry of the broken. And and three, and start at verse 22, it says, It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassion fails not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Mm -hmm. And I cling to that, not only for my grandfather, but for many unanswered prayers. But I, I, I'm continuing to pray today, not to say they'll never be answered, but right. I continue to faithfully pray today because my God is faithful. Mm -hmm. And His mercies are new every morning. Absolutely. And that is what I hold on to, to continue to pray, even if it's the thousandth time that I've had to say it. Mm -hmm. And I know that He's heard me every single one of those thousand times. Mm -hmm. But He's faithful. And it's hard sometimes to not grow weary, yes. you know, and sometimes I have to say, like, here I am again, you've heard this, I'm a little weary, but I'm going to say it again, you know, because they are new every morning, um, you know, so I think that's a really good point, and you never know, like, that person's last chance, like, what does it take for God to get their attention, you know, it's different for everyone, so, yeah. And that in itself is a hard Yeah. Mm -hmm. To know, to pray that it's going to take a lot to grab a hold of this person. Yeah, or whatever it takes, takes, Lord, to use it. So that's it's hard. Anything for you, Sunday? Kind of unanswered prayers? That topic, kind of what came to mind? Um, a situation came to mind of, honestly, part of it was me being stubborn and thought that it should go a certain way. Um, you know, at first the situation I was made to feel inferior and that I wasn't good enough and it broke my spirit and broke my heart mm -hmm. and I couldn't understand why. Yeah. And, you know, there was prayer through that and at first, I wasn't giving it to God, and I was just trying to work through my emotions on my own. Right. Mm -hmm. It was taking it all on my own and not really stopping and taking a minute and giving it to God because I didn't at first. Um, but when I got to the point that I did, you know, the situation turned around, and it ended up being even better than I had first imagined it, it turned out to be a big blessing and God showed up through that and encouraged me and reminded me that he did love me and he was there he saw you and I just needed to settle down and, trust <laughs> and, and not get myself so worked up 
and I still do that sometimes. I, you know, I get myself all in a tizzy and, and don't stop and think. Give it to God and don't get yourself so worked up. He's going to be in it no matter what if you just hand it over to Him. I think that's a good point because a lot of times, if, like in the morning, if I'm running behind, Brody's running behind, and then we get behind something, I'm all in a tizzy and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Maybe the Lord is trying to slow me down today to yes. prevent yes. me yes. from something else. And you're absolutely right for right. that. Like we gotta pray, Lord. Stop. Where do you want me to go? Right. And in this, I I felt like it was an unanswered prayer because it was it, at first, you know, what I was wanting out of the situation was not going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was like this is not happening. And instead of saying, okay, God, this is not going to happen, mm-hmm. I got very upset, very brokenhearted. But then when I did trust him, you know, it came through. Right. Um, and in that, Joshua 1.9 became one of my verses that I go back to. And I, I know I was on the softball team one year at work. And on the back of my shirt, we all put like sayings or something. And mine was be brave. Uh-huh. And it's... You know, that's for my reminder because I can be introverted and I can be tend to clam up yep. and and hold in. And that's my reminder to be brave and right. at least talk to God about it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think that's a great be brave, talk to God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Put that on the t shirt. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Okay, good. It's so funny that you mentioned being stubborn. Um a little bit like that maybe a lot like that um and there's a verse you know and it's actually the verse that i have for today and it's you know i wrote in my bible like don't be hard-headed um and it's in psalms 32 verses 8 and 9 and it says i will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go i will guide you with my eye don't be like a horse or a mule don't be stubborn um you know, which you have no understanding, which you must be harnessed with bit and bridle. You know, so when I first read that, I was like, oh, that's like he could have put in parentheses, Latasha. <laughs> you know, like he tries to show us, and sometimes we're so hard-headed that he, he has to cause things to make us redirect. And sometimes it's making things so miserable. And sometimes we just want to fix it. We want to fix it. And he's like, no, I want you to move away from this. Um, you know, when I think about, for me, kind of unanswered prayers, there's there's kind of two. Um, one I think I've shared before is kind of Brody's school and just fighting and fighting to move from that. Um, but I think the other one would be my first marriage, you know, of like, Lord, just fix this. Just fix this. You know, and I, I'm praying even though I'm not saved you know, like fix my marriage and I just couldn't understand like why he didn't. Well, today I know why he didn't because I have a second marriage and a son and he had a much bigger plan. I just needed to get out of the way, you know, and and stop being that hard headed, you know, in that situation. And I think, you know, thinking about, you know, kind of that last chance of, of people getting saved and you know, I think about my dad and, and my grandma prayed many years, you know, for my dad to be saved. And it it took him getting cancer, you know, and, and I know she prayed that bold prayer, whatever it takes to get his attention. 
you know, and, and that's, it's hard as a mother to pray that. You know, to, to pray that prayer for, for your family. But that's what it took. And it was a random nurse, you know, on the floor that shared with my dad, who was a very mean and scary man, um, you know, like me and my mom had stepped out of the room to go down to the cafeteria and came back and like, he's crying. We're thinking, oh my gosh, he's, he's dying. Like somebody's... And he just couldn't get the words out that, you know, this man had shared the gospel and this... And it forever changed, you know. But that's what it took. Yeah. It was like you're gonna you're gonna lose your life, and where do you want to decide to be? What do you want to trade your mantle for? You know, as you said. So, I think sometimes it's hard to pray those prayers, knowing what could happen to a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, but knowing what happens here doesn't matter. It's what happens on the other side. It's a journey. Eternity that that matters. So, I mean, for me, those were the kind of the things that that stuck out. Sometimes we look back and like, gosh, so glad he didn't answer that prayer. But mm-hmm. there's still a lot of prayers like you mentioned that you know I'm praying today and I still don't have any answers for. Mm-hmm. You know, just keep praying and keep praying. And we can't grow weary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, we have to continue. Yeah, to know that it's his timing. Mm-hmm. And trust i think that's the biggest most of yep. so we like to say we trust but we trust when things are going our way right uh, and when it doesn't happen in our time or our way or you know that trust kind of gets a little bit thin and weary mm-hmm. and i think sometimes a lot of times it even it's like you're almost making deals like okay lord i'm gonna do this now maybe mm-hmm. i'll answer this prayer yes but he's not a conditional mm-hmm. You know, it's in his time and his purpose for all of that. So. And he also, he's got a bigger plan. You know, right. it's, we think we see the whole picture. You know, we know our kids, we know our family, we right. know our jobs, we know our this. And he's like, oh, bless you. Mm-hmm. No, you don't have <laughs> don't a clue. Because I can tell you, I would have never told you we would all be sitting here with this. <laughs> I saw the big picture many years right. ago, so, you know, I think I'm excited like to, to get to heaven one day and be like just, like, just, just sit down. Let's watch a little movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, kind of like if you had done this, right. this is where your life is. That would be sad. Like, it would, but like here is why the, you know, the dominoes had to fall this way. Right. Um, like I, I want to see it all pieced together. Like take me through, through the journey mm-hmm. of that. So I think that's going to be exciting. Jamie, anything comes to mind for you for unanswered prayers? So, um, speaking of timing, God's timing, um, I've had a lot of things that I could have um, written down to talk about. Uh, my verse, I'm going to touch on that first, is Psalm 27, 14. And it says, Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So, the hardest thing for, I'm sure, a lot of us is to wait. Just didn't wait. Knowing what you want it to be right. or what you think it should be, mm-hmm. and have to sit and wait on God to give an answer or to see something happen. Mm-hmm. Um, after Elena was born, with her uh, needing physical therapy and speech therapy and things like that, I was still working full time, and um, it became hard for me to send her to daycare 
knowing she had therapists coming to see her there and I couldn't be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Sorry. They would write little notes and it wasn't the same. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to see what she was learning so we could do it at home. I felt like I wasn't being a good mom mm-hmm. to a special needs child. Mm-hmm. And it didn't make sense why God would give her to us knowing we couldn't handle it. Now I'm seeing that we can because we have to rely on him. It's not easy by no means, but we have to rely on him. And so my prayer um, after she was born was to help me find a new job. Can I have a new job where I can work part-time, take her to therapy and be a part of that? And the job never came. I went on interviews and they just they just weren't right, whether it was for the schedule or pay or whatever it was. It just didn't work out. And I had to wait. I had to wait because about two years later, um, a friend of mine that I hadn't spoken with in several years contacted me and said, would you be interested in a part-time position at the office I run at the doctor's office? And I said, yes, by all means, yes. (laughs) I'll be there tomorrow. Right. So I went and interviewed and they they offered me the job and I accepted. Um, But while I was waiting to have my last day at my current job then, my mom was granted early retirement, which she had been asking for for at least six months. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know, we'll we'll let you have early retirement now. And so with that, I was able to work part-time and help with Elena's therapy on the days I do work. My mom takes her, so I don't have to send her to daycare. It just, it just all worked out. And that was an answered prayer, but it was unanswered for over a year. Right. And I had to wait. And that was hard, but and I think that verse, like for me, you know, being hard headed, anytime he repeats, so like he starts that with wait on the Lord, mm-hmm. and at the end, wait, wait. on the Lord, mm-hmm. you know, say so, it again, say it again, just want to make sure you heard me. So I think that's that's a really good verse for mm-hmm. when you're waiting yeah. on unanswered prayers, definitely, it's mm-hmm. his timing, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely, so mm-hmm. you know, anything kind of comes to mind for unanswered prayers for you? I have a big answer prayer, uh, but uh, I've learned lately that knowing I can trust him mm-hmm. is my treasure. Mm-hmm. So, and as you get older and you mature with the Lord, I think you learn quickly to go to God <laughs> with prayer. Uh, I know I was having a, a problem today, and it was like, I'm just going to stop and pray about this because I'm not going to go any further. And immediately, it just changed everything. And it was like, wow, that's how much he loves us. Mm-hmm. And I, I was sitting here thinking, as you guys talked, how much we forfeit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. By not going to him in prayer and asking for things. And it's very hard when you have to wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you don't understand but uh, I guess after so many years of waiting and not understanding mm-hmm. it, it sort of gets easier because you don't have a choice really because I don't feel like the door's been closed to my unanswered prayer mm-hmm. but at the same time it hasn't been answered that I know of Right. Mm-hmm. so you feel like you still have to keep praying and keep believing and it's his will it's his plan he's got a plan for me and just know that i'm good with that 
And sometimes in that waiting, she's doing work on us. Yes, right. You know, like we're not ready for work. Sometimes no, if we would exactly. get the things we asked for when we asked for them, we would mess it all up. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd make a hot mess or something mm-hmm. in a heartbeat. And then we'd be fussing at the Lord about why'd you keep me this I'm not ready for this. Right. Yeah. So I think there's there's a reason. Right. You know, there's a maturity thing. He's got to prepare you. And sometimes it has to do with that relationship. Mm-hmm. That you know, will you will you love me anyway? Will you trust me? And and it, it it's growth. Even though we think that sometimes we're being punished or I'm doing something wrong, this is not happening. There's there's a reason for it. There's a season that we have to go through sometimes. Yeah. I think it's kinda of like Cindy's head of mm-hmm. he trying to do it all in yourself. Right. So he makes you wait or go through those things to, to realize that, okay, I gotta turn to him. Right. Yeah. It's like I said too, I mean, when you uh, get into the habit mm-hmm. of going to him in prayer, instead of trying to carry the weight of this world, no matter how small. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing how he wants to hear from us and sometimes he'll just answer real quickly just to let you know, I'm here. I see you, and I can take care of you if you just bring it to me. So I think a lot of times we try to just put it all on. Right. Let me put another, mm-hmm. you know, rock in my wagon. Let me put that in. when he doesn't intend for us to kind of carry. And sometimes all I think we think he's he's, he's busy, mm-hmm. or my need's not that important compared to all the other needs going mm-hmm. up to him right now. So I'll I'll just handle this myself and. I found he's big enough to take care of everything. Big guy. Yeah. He wants to know everything. You know, he wants to know everything. Mm-hmm. And that's how that uh, relationship grows with him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how you bond. That's how you trust yeah. him. I just, like, I, sometimes I don't hesitate. It's like I just want to ask him. <laughs> just I think that's, him. that's the, you know, probably the best advice is just go to him. Just go and to be him. honest. Pour out your heart. Mm-hmm. As we talk, he already knows. He knows that you're mad or you're angry or you're frustrated or um, all of that, and just kind of pour it all out at his feet. And he can help. Mm-hmm. I mean, out of anyone that you can go to when you're when you have a need or you're in trouble, he's the one that can help the most. Because I think he can give you that unspeakable peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know that peace. He, can't describe that to anybody. Mm-hmm. Of like, no, I didn't hear him, but I know. Sometimes you do, though. I mean, people say you can't hear him, but I, I can hear him sometimes, you know? It's just, he it, may not be speaking out loud, right? But you can just hear him. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's awesome. Absolutely. I think we have to be tuned in mm-hmm. for that. You know, if we're busy just moving and moving and moving, we, we mm-hmm. miss hearing from him. And I think that brings up a good point too because I think some people when they pray they do all the talking. It seems like mm-hmm. in my prayer sometimes it's sometimes you're just overwhelmed and you just sort of go to him and you just throw it out there and then you're like oh, no, I don't know what to say. You know and you get quiet and it's in that quiet time that he's speaking to you and you're like, 
maybe I should be quiet more often. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I mean, I think that I think sometimes we just need to maybe listen a little bit yeah. more in the prayer time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what you just said of like we've blurred all this stuff out, and I think about the picture you sent. You know, it's that little picture, and it's like, dear God, and then it's all the jumbled letters. Mm-hmm. He's like, I understand, child. Like, right. he, he gets it, regardless of how jumbled up and, mm-hmm. you know, of a mess that our prayers are to him. He's, right. he's listening through that. He understands tears. He understands wailing. <laughs> Sometimes, too, mm-hmm. we, we don't just pray and ask God to do what God wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I know that I like to solve things and know things and plan things and have extra plans in case those plans don't work which I'm doing well not to but in that I find that God's revealed to me here lately that I find when I ask him about something or I pray for someone I then go like right behind it and try to tell him what how he needs to go here and it's not even that I need him to do it that way, as it is I feel like maybe I need to know the solution that I'm asking for. Like he's expecting me to not only pray to him, but also tell him how to fix it. Yeah, Here's the problem. Yes. Here's the solution. And God doesn't need that. And I think that sometimes falls into our unanswered prayers. Mm-hmm. Some prayers I believe get answered. It's just not the answer we told right. to get. Oh, yes. So it takes us a while to look back and go, oh, okay, God, you have, you answered that much better than what I laid out mm-hmm. for you. But it's learning to just say, God, here it is. Yeah. I have no idea. But I know you're a big God and you do. So you showed me the answer. You right. showed right. me the solutions. And even if I don't like them, you helped me to obey them. Right. And I have an example of that. <laughs> I was not real happy with my husband one night and I was praying about it and God commenced to tell me how I should handle the situation needless to say it was not what I wanted to hear didn't really like it but when I thought about it he was absolutely right (laughs) it was like I never saw it from that perspective but yes I mean sometimes it was like no Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're right. Sometimes it's just not what we want to hear. It's mm-hmm. not what we want to do. Any answers? He does. Absolutely. So I want to thank you, ladies, for kind of sharing about unanswered prayers. Um, we'd love to hear from you at finding the more of you know if there's a prayer that we can help be um, you know in prayer with you. Share that with us. Uh, You can contact us through our website at findingthemore.org, and that kind of links to all of our social platforms. Um, But we would love to hear from you how you're moving forward from your unanswered prayers. So from our family to yours, God bless. From all of us here at Finding the More Ministries, we'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, tell a friend about it and make sure that you click the subscribe button. If you were blessed by today's podcast, would you faithfully consider making a donation to Finding the More Ministries? Your donation will help us to continue providing encouragement through blogs, podcasts, and Bible studies. You can donate by visiting our website 
at www.findingthemore.org and simply clicking on the donate button. Through our secure site, you can make a one-time donation or you can become a monthly more partner and help others find the more in their relationship with Jesus. Thank you for your prayers and consideration to this ministry and may God bless you is our prayer.